Welcome to the Walking Dead UK podcast, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for the Walking Dead on AMC and Fox. I'm your host Matthew, joining me today, my co-host is David, how are you? I'm very well, thanks. Cool, uh, so this is for season 9, episode 7, uh, Stradivarius? Yes. Yes, that's how you say it. Um, that's how you say the, it, yes. Yeah, the penultimate episode for the first half of season 9. Uh, what did you think of the episode? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a um, interesting continuation of where we've been going so far. Um, we finally got to see what's going on at Hilltop, which um, was uh, yeah interesting that it's Jesus in charge at Hilltop, not uh, not Tara or or anybody else that we kind of thought it might be. But they explained why we thought it was a woman because uh michonne thought it was thought uh, maggie was still there and nobody had told her that was the, the the why she sort of said she in the last episode but uh, jesus is a logical person to take over i think i think that makes yeah. sense yeah um and I, I rather like that sort of interaction that you have between jesus and tara of sort of jesus not really wanting to do the job and tara trying to sort of um badgering him into doing what he's supposed to be doing so that was quite good uh, advance the uh storyline of the whispering zombies a little bit that uh we, yeah, we saw a little bit more about that um and we got to see a bit more of, of daryl and carol and all that side of things which was good um, yeah what was with uh, just just to like touch on that a minute what was with like sitting him down pushing his hair to the side and cutting like two pieces off and then there's like <laughs> that that was it <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah yeah i mean gave him a haircut ish i i didn't notice well, a huge amount of difference i have yeah, to say yeah because i thought oh he's gonna get his hair cut and he's gonna look a bit different and they're gonna make him look a bit different but nope <laughs> no, no. um yeah, um, I I thought it was a it was an alright episode. Uh, I don't think it was particularly bad, but I don't think it was particularly good. Um, so so like in 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 terms of I think it was in the thir- first three episodes of the season. I said I was kind of that in the middle on those. Uh, I, I I would go with sort of the same thing here because uh, five and six we were quite impressed with, and uh, four as well we were quite impressed with. Um, obviously that was like penultimate episode of Rick, Rick's final and him the first one without Rick. Um, I don't think this episode struggles because he's not there though. I think no. it, um, it, although I don't think it struggles, um, like specifically, I think that this was, um, yeah, I think maybe I went in with a bit too sort of high expectations, um, because the last three weeks we've been like, yeah, this is pretty good again, and like they they did a go okay job with Rick, and like they introduced um the whole future Judith thing and the time skip, and th- things were going pretty good, um, and I think maybe I had just like been pulled back in a bit too much, and right. was I I don't know maybe just expecting a, a bit too much, um, but then again I kind of um thought about like what might be in the mid-season finale because they like to do cliffhangers to certain degrees of course we've had good cl- cliffhangers we've had very bad cliffhangers in the show yes uh, like a good cliffhanger uh, hanger i can think of is the uh you know the season four one when they're in the car and like there's you know that that sort of thing that was one of the best ones that they did uh of course there was a bad one with the season six thing um but i yeah i was thinking like okay what would they need to do to like have the mid-season finale and then as this episode's kind of going on this seventh episode i was kind of thinking like oh this is a bit of a chess piece episode like we're we're setting up like um eugene and rosita like the the mystery as to where eugene has gone and then the whole thing of like okay we found rosita and uh and that sort of thing um so yeah it it was it was okay but i i kind of realized sort of halfway through like oh this is a setup episode for, for next week and to be fair they haven't apart from the first first four episodes specifically the fourth episode they haven't really done that quite so much i remember last week talking about like okay they just kind of showed you this new world instead of like teasing a bunch of stuff uh, obviously the maggie situation was it was its own kind of thing yeah uh which gets revealed in in this one anyway um but yeah, it it felt a little bit like that, but there wasn't anything particularly like bad. So um, no. and, and there's some good moments in here and, and stuff like that. So uh, yeah, cool. So um, yeah, that's our kind of pre pre thoughts on the episode. Now we're gonna do a bit of housekeeping. So we'll see you afterwards uh, for that stuff. 
Today's sponsor is Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus. If you would like to get help with trying to lose weight, this might just be the solution that you're looking for. With a range of products that include shakes, boosters, capsules and more, get started today. All you need to do is click on the Kirsty Legister's Juice Plus link in your show notes or description on iTunes or on the website. Go over to her Facebook profile, send her a Facebook message and get started with the program today. Today's second sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past and get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Okay, so this week on Entertainment Talk, uh, we had some very big news in terms of random gaming talk uh, last week. Uh, Sony is going to Sony, the, you know, the ones who developed the PlayStation. Um, they're going to be skipping E3 next year. And if you're not familiar with video games and and, and that sort of world and all that sort of stuff, um, I'll, I'll just say this to you: that's a very big deal, and it's um, yeah, a, a very kind of weird and mysterious thing. And to put it into even further context. Uh, I think next year's E3 is the 24th or the 25th E3, I can't quite remember, but it's the first one in the entire history of the show that they'll be skipping. A lot of people are talking like, you know, later in the year they might do PSX, or later into 2019, uh, they might do PSX and that's the PS5, that's all rumours and stuff, but... Uh, no, we got the news about an hour before we re- we recorded. Um, so uh, yeah, that's a it's a big deal. It's quite shocking, and um, there's still like you know uh, articles and information going out as to as to why this is happening exactly. So yeah, uh, that that was pretty crazy. Uh, we talked a little bit more about the BlizzCon stuff. Uh, I talked about my sort of impressions for Spyro. And we talked about a bunch of other stuff. Robert talked a bit about, uh, or, or we talked a bit about more um, some Fallout seventy six stuff. That's the new online Fallout game, uh, which is not doing very well at the moment. But uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about that this week as well, uh, or tomorrow rather. Um, yeah, in terms of Spyro as well, uh, there's a first impressions video out for the first game. I have recorded and put on YouTube. Uh, the first impressions for the second and the third because I wasn't in the games for very long and I thought, hey, I can just jump into the third. I don't need to make another separate video for that. Uh, that that video will be coming onto the website uh, soon. I, I might do it today or tomorrow, uh, but it's out on YouTube at the moment if you want to watch it there. It's just a quick little video. Um, yeah, Red Dead Redemption, I, I did already did all my reviews and stuff for that. Uh, I'm still g- going to be doing a uh, spoiler review. I just haven't made it yet. Uh, Black Lightning and The Flash, we did update podcasts for those, uh, both for the fifth episodes, but for season two of Black Lightning and for season five of The Flash. We had an interesting situation where uh, I thought the episode was going to be the, the following Thursday, but uh, it aired the same week as as The CW, which is an unusual situation. Um, and yeah, we I literally didn't know until like late on the, on the Friday, because it aired on the Friday, didn't it? Not on the Thursday. Yeah. Uh, yeah. L- last week. Yeah, last week. Um... And uh, yeah, we didn't know, so me and Robert did the podcast on Saturday, uh, and that's out there for you to listen to as well. Uh, very, very good season so far, we're really enjoying it. Uh, over on the side of Black Lightning for season two, we're not quite sure where the show is going, we're not like, um, we don't think it's bad, we think it's, it is doing some interesting things, but we just wonder where some bits and pieces are going, so it's perhaps a little bit lost, but it isn't bad, it's still very good, um, it's just kind of doing its own thing of course it's still part of its own universe in a way so uh yeah it's still good for season two but we did an update podcast on that and then next week we will be doing the catch-up podcast for uh, legends of tomorrow 
that would be yeah a week from today on Wednesday uh, for season four, episode five. So look out for those on the CW superheroes feeds. Uh, speaking of iTunes feeds and all that sort of stuff, uh, depending on what's um, feeds you are subscribed to because you might not watch everything that we cover you might not all that sort of stuff uh you might have noticed some old episodes popping up uh that is because i'm going back uh through the the old posts which there are a lot of uh because we've been doing this for for two and a half years um and uh yeah basically all, all i've needed to sort of do is uh click on edit on the old posts um uh, grab the file from soundcloud and then uh put it in there and then um, do that sort of thing so I'm not having to like copy and paste too much it's just essentially updating the old posts by putting in <coughs> a new audio file and connecting that to Castos because that works differently to uh, SoundCloud so uh, yeah if you if you notice a bunch of episodes coming through uh, some will be new obviously and some will be old uh, I've got up to about season 7 uh, for The Walking Dead, I, I put in sort of the uh, first couple of episodes. Um, there was an email sent out by Apple a couple of a couple of weeks ago. Um, uh, I can't remember the exact dates, but it's it's at the moment in November until the twenty fifth, and then I think it's December twentieth to the twenty sixth or something. Uh, they're going to be having like slow service because of holiday stuff. Um, I've noticed that the Walking Dead episodes I put in yesterday, so the old ones for season 6 and season 7, haven't gone through to this feed yet, the Walking Dead UK feed. I am making a new Entertainment Talk feed and they have gone through to that, so I imagine it's something to do with like the slow service and stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm going back and, and adding the old episodes, so uh, if you guys notice a bunch of those going in... Uh, yeah, that'll be for that as well. And hey, if, you, if you're new here and you want to catch up with some of the old content, that would be a great way to, to do that as well. Uh, of course, it's all on the website anyway, so you can go and check there as well. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting to go back and see all the stuff that we posted like two years ago and stuff. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's it's quite fun. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Um, but yes, please rate, review, and subscribe to the feeds that you intend to use as well. Uh, what else? I feel I feel like there's something I've forgotten to mention. But no, there was a oh yeah, the uh, the, the good place uh, had its mid-season finale uh last week for episode eight of season three a bit unexpected on my part i didn't know how many episodes were in the first half of the season uh but it's coming back on january 10th and january 11th uh, obviously that's the american and the uk date so i'll be obviously back for that for the second half of the season it's been very very good so far and i've uh i've really enjoyed covering that so uh, yeah that's for for uh, the good talk for the good place on uh, nbc and netflix uh yeah good, the, good and, and channel and channel four now yeah, uh, from the 13th of december uh, at 9 p.m. on Channel 4, Good Place comes free to air. So if you haven't got Netflix, you can catch it there from the season. Well, season one of it there, anyway. Right. Yeah, if you haven't got Netflix and you haven't seen The Good Place, that's a great opportunity to uh, to watch. A very, very good show. So it's going to be weird when I'm watching like certain E4 stuff, you know, like Hollyoaks and Big Bang and all that sort of thing, and to see uh, like trailers for season one and stuff coming in the adverts. That's going to be that's going to be interesting. So. Um, yeah, that's that's the old free-to-air rights thing that they they do in it, where they air like the old seasons and stuff. Yes. So it won't be like new episodes because those will be on Netflix, won't they? So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's what we got going on at the moment on EntertainmentTalk.org or on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, keep an eye on those feeds for old episodes and for new episodes. It's gonna be weird. Uh, so, uh, we got a bit of, a bit of, uh, director information for this episode. There's a whole little thing here for me to read out. Uh, Stradivarius, uh, is the directorial debut of Michael Cudlitz, who, if you, if you don't remember, uh, you should remember him. He, he had quite a famous death. Uh, yes. he played Abraham Ford from seasons four through season seven, well, the first episode of season seven, anyway, on the show. Uh, Cudlitz said that after his casting, he had, he had spoke to Scott Gimple about the te- potential to direct episodes in the future. Cudlitz had been in line to direct episodes of Southland, uh, a previous series he had starred in before The Walking Dead. But the show was cancelled before he could get his chance, unfortunately. There's not much he could do about that. Cudlitz and Gimple discussed this possibility during uh, his time on the show, and Cudlitz made mention of this uh, again after his uh, departure. Once the showrunner Angela Kang took over, which is this season, over from Gimple, uh, which was a good decision. <laughs> yes. Gimple uh, got in uh, touch with Cudlitz to explore the opportunity to direct, which was this episode. Uh, what do we have here? Uh, knowing that Kang was given um, 
giving the show more of a western feel which is what we've both kind of spoken about i remember you said that about the first episode of this yeah. season yeah yeah uh cudlets took uh inspiring um inspiration from films uh like the searchers and shane uh, for how to f- for how to frame some of the scenes, a significant part of the episode was developing Daryl's kind of backstory and why he had separated from the groups, as well as um, how he would be re re uh, integrated with the story. Uh, Norman Reedus, the actor who plays Daryl, obviously, uh, scriptwriter um, Vivian Tsi, uh and Cudlitz had uh, various ideas of how to how these elements should play out. And the three worked together to create a cohesive story that would be developed upon. Uh, that would be developed. Uh, Cudlitz was also responsible in this episode of making sure that an X-shaped scar uh, was on Daryl. Um, uh, were featured, uh, mimicking the one from Michonne's back in the previous episode. So that's obviously connected in some way, which we will probably talk about. Cudlitz did not fully explain the significance of the marts in- indicated, but uh, they were tied to the breakdown of the relationship between Michonne, Maggie, and Daryl during the time jump. So yeah, in between, in in between nine oh six and Rick's departure is kind of the the time frame for that, because uh, that had to be resolved in some way, and then obviously Maggie left and all that stuff. The episode uh, features a cameo appearance from uh, C. Thomas uh, Howell. Uh, who took the role after being asked by Michael Cudlitz uh, as they needed, quote, someone who uh, could um, ride a horse and act, end quote. Uh, Cudlitz and uh, Hal are friends, uh, and they previously worked together on Southland. So that's pretty. That's a pretty cool story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Was you going to? Um, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was. I hadn't even noticed C. Thomas Howell in there. Uh, mm-hmm. You know. I mean, I I know him from. Um, various films the outsiders is probably the most famous thing that he did uh which is is a classic 80s movie um that that's the thing that he's probably known best for the hitcher was another sort of 80s film that he did but i mean he's been in everything from like um uh et spy amazing spider-man he was in uh red dawn uh he's done voices for various dc animated series i mean he you know he he's been around a lot mm-hmm. uh but yeah he's i think he started off as a as a child rodeo star so yeah and his parents kind of raised so a lot of his he, his family including his father were, were stunt coordinators so he sort of grew up in a with that sort of stunt background and uh, that was really why that they they kind of roped him into it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, as a cameo, they, it was funny. They were talking about it on the Talking Dead, and he basically sort of said, "You know, I'm directing this episode of the Walking Dead. Would you like to come and do something?" It's like, "Do I die?" And he says, "No." He says, "Yes, great. Then that means <laughs> I can come back." <laughs> yeah. So, um, but did did you watch all of the Talking Dead? Yes. Okay, I, I I didn't see it. Apparently, there was a Daryl gave a tribute to Stanley. Uh, no, it wasn't. Don't think it was Daryl gave a tribute to Stanley. It was oh. um, it was uh, the host. Um, oh, Chris. Chris. Chris okay. gave a, a tribute to Stanley at the end of it. They did have um, because the, the the guests this week were the um, Lutz kids. The um, the 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 older brother that's is it Matthew, the older brother that's now playing uh, Henry. Oh yeah, and Matt, Matt the, Lintz, yeah, yeah, Matt Lintz and uh, yes, sorry, Lintz kids, uh, and they brought on his sister who played Sophia in up to season two. Hmm. Uh, the, because the, the Talking Dead hadn't been running at the time, so they never got her on when she was playing Sophia, and uh, she's she's still an actress, still working, and um, I think I think she's in Bosch actually, the uh, Amazon series, but. Uh, they brought her on, which which I thought was quite nice, you know, because because it was nice to sort of see her having having sort of conversation with her brother and what advice she'd given them and that sort of stuff. So that was quite nice. Hmm. Cool. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, it's cool that Michael got the chance to direct. Uh, speaking of directing and stuff, I think um, Daniel Pan Baker, I think is how you say her name, uh, who plays Caitlin on The Flash, she's directing an episode of that show soon. Uh, I'm not sure which one, but I'm sure we'll mention it when we uh, get back to that show. Yes, uh, yes, she is. Yeah. Uh, just I should say, I mean, Michael Cutler's. This is not only his directorial debut on The Walking Dead; it's 
his directorial debut. Hmm. He's never yeah. directed anything before. I, I thought he did a fabulous job on this. You know, I mean, you would not have known that that this is a first time director that's done this episode. I thought there was some really interesting shots in. The, so I, I thought he did a, a absolutely superb job on it. Cool, nice. Uh, if you just heard that, that was uh, someone giving me a cop- copy of uh, Battlefield One. So I'll be talking about <laughs> that this week on uh, on Gaming Talk because I'll probably be playing that later. Ah. Uh, all right, let's go back to The Walking Dead. Um, at the hilltop, Terra goes over um, the day's activities with Jesus. Well, the, the, the day's chores, the day's things that need to yeah. be done. Yeah, the whole whole book full of them. Um, I thought that was that was quite interesting because uh, like it, it's interesting when you look at that right, and then you look at like when they're on the road and like they have no home and stuff like that, and they they don't have all this like community jobs and stuff to do. They just have to survive. When you look at the situation like that, and then you look at like you know Terror and Jesus running this place, and Terror saying like this needs to do that needs to be done, and it's it's an interesting different kind of situation to have these characters in because they they just simply wouldn't have had that before. So yeah, uh, I thought that was quite interesting. Uh, but yeah, she's revealing the day's activities, revealing that, uh, or talking about them, revealing that Maggie decided to leave with her child, Herschel, so we won't see him again either, unless, uh, it's, it's all dependent on Whiskey Cavalier right now, so, yes. uh, I mean, unless they, like, I don't know, have a grown-up version of him come back, but then why would he leave his mum, I, I, I don't know, so, we'll, we'll yeah. see what happens there, but at the moment he's sort of, um, quite young, so... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she leaves with Herschel. Uh, I think it's called Herschel. He's called Herschel Junior. Uh, and joined uh, Georgie's group. If you remember her from last season, she's the one that came in, in with the the funny looking twins. Uh, she played um, someone on. I think it was Karen on uh, Twenty Four, and uh, she might have been in House of Cards and stuff like that. Uh, you, you guys might remember her from last season. Uh, she gave yeah. Maggie the uh, that book thing to as a, how to run the the hilltop and stuff. Uh, so she left to go there, leaving Jesus in charge of the hilltop. Uh, they further discuss the situation between the hilltop and Alexandra, the two communities having refused to work together due to past events. Uh, later, Jesus sneaks out of the hilltop uh, and meets with Aaron, where they uh, practice close quarters combat and discuss in uh, private how they uh, can help restore the trust between the two communities. Uh, suddenly, they see a flare go off and find uh, a, r- a wounded uh, Rosita needing help. They then take her back to the hilltop for medical attention. When when they said that, where where is Sadiq? Is he at the hilltop or at Alexandria? Uh, Alexandria. Anything yeah, he was moved? he was Alexandria, but he was with the group that was going to uh, was going to the hilltop. I, I think. Can, yeah, because when they said um, that, I thought, doesn't he live at Alexandria? But he might. Have yeah. Been. Cause he was with... Yeah, he does. But you've got to assume that there yeah. is somebody that has medical skills at the hilltop as well. And if the hilltop's closer, yeah. that's where they're going to take them. Because, I mean, it's taken them, what, two days to get from Alexandria to hilltop because they slept overnight. So right. it's taken them over two days to get from hilltop to Ale- or from Alexandria to hilltop. So hilltop's obviously closer where they are. Mm-hmm. And we don't know where uh, Eugene is at this point. He's gone off somewhere no, uh, no. he's uh, got, gotten separated um, but I assume we'll see that next episode um, yeah going back to a bit to the style what did you think of the whole terror and Jesus kind of discussing like community I, I love sort of... I love that opening yeah. bit. I thought that was hilarious with Jesus kind of I, I love that he's just lounging around on the sofa listening to um, kind of rock music on a an old gramophone Apparently, the props department built built that from scratch. That gramophone to make it work. It's like built out of cogs and stuff. But um, yeah, I, which which is just it's odd when you hear when you see the old gramophone playing and then there's a rock track coming out of it. You're like a more modern. That, it just seems very weird. But uh, yeah, I, I thought that was that was quite cool. And just Jesus like has been forced into this leadership role, which he obviously doesn't really want to do. Um, and he wants to be kind of getting out there and doing things. So I, I thought that was that was quite great, though the uh, conversation between T- Tara and Jesus. I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I imagine in terms of Sadiq, he'll be you know if if an Alexandra resident is injured, he'll go over there and and take care of them or, or whatever the situation. Uh, but yes, yeah, so at this point they should have doctors at each outpost anyway. So yeah. Um, 
but no, it's interesting to see them kind of discuss like what needs to be done and stuff. But the the information on what needed to be done wasn't the important part. It was the situation of like explaining the leadership of like Maggie's left and we have this to do. Uh, so it's I think it's I think Enid is still living there, isn't she? Because I think Aaron yeah, is as well. Enid, uh, Enid, Enid has some medical training, of course, as well. Yeah, because yeah. we saw that earlier on. Yeah. So she's obviously <laughs> acting as she's obviously acting as the the doctor for Hilltop, I would guess. Welsh the Deeks over at Alexandria. So, um, we get a good amount of Aaron in this episode. Do you are you noticing his arm? Because I didn't really notice. Yeah, anything. well they've they've yeah. given him a, they've they've got round the problem of having to CGI it out by giving him a metal kind of mm. um, Winter Soldier type arm, which which is great. You know, I, I that's an obvious way of doing it, but uh, seems to work very well. Seems to be okay with him. So yeah, um, yeah. Speaking of that, like um. <laughs> Aaron jumps and takes uh, Jesus off the horse and they have a little uh, <laughs> yeah. sparring session together and stuff. Um, gotta say, like, after having Jesus for almost three seasons, it'll be three seasons next week because he came in on 609, which was our first podcast. So he's, he's, he's been here since we've been here. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, good to see him actually doing something as opposed yeah. to, like, because uh, I brought this complaint up before and probably did in season seven and season eight. Um, they just haven't used that character anywhere near enough, and it was even with this little bit. Um, and I mean, like, one of Jesus's like I guess traits or or special things about him is he's you know a, a martial artist and stuff. So him teaching Aaron makes sense, and uh, plus you know they're living at the hilltop and stuff. Of course, some people said like, are they going to get together? Maybe we don't we don't know. Um, who does they get? To, yeah, well, one of them gets together with with someone in the in the comic. I can't remember quite who it is. I think they actually do. Yeah, get together in the comics. Although I can't remember um, if it's specifically those two. But it's 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 those people in, in uh, some relationship. Um, but no, it's good to it's yeah, it's good to see him actually using what he's yeah supposed to be good at, which is the uh, the fighting and stuff. Um, yeah. So and, and then I like the bits where. <laughs> I think it was when Aaron like punched him in the face, and he's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry." <laughs> yeah. And then Jesus is like, yeah. "Let your guard down," and then he he he, he hits him back. So, um, I like those sort of bits in in different fighting scenes in uh, across various things, where like the let's say the underdog, because Aaron is clearly the underdog here, um, like injures the other person. They go, "Oh, I'm sorry," and then like the other person fakes the injury, and then uh, it, it's the, it's the whole lesson of don't let your guard down, because like you know. Uh, if if a savior or someone like that punches Aaron, or, or I mean, if he if he punches them uh, and that sort of thing, don't ever let your guard down. So uh, it it, yeah. it it was it was cool to see all that. So yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about with with those two? Uh, no, I mean, other than to just going back to to what we talked about in the um, beginning, the the X's on the on the back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's. I mean, that's not really been revealed properly on the show, but we see Daryl has one, and we see, um, yeah, we know Michonne has one, and we and, and from that little bit earlier that you mentioned, we now know that that's something to do with with this breakdown of the relationship between Hilltop and Alexandria. So yeah. it's probably something to do with something Maggie did, I would guess, hmm. given that the two of them are marked. So I'm really interested to know what happened in that six year period now. It- it does really seem like it, it's it's weird because I know with the f- first five episodes you had to focus on Rick because you know he's th- he's the main character and that sort of thing and you had to you had to give him all the time you you could, but um, yeah, it feels like a case where they just couldn't get Lauren in for enough episodes to film. No, I mean I I don't feel so much that I think you know it's a time jump and it's an interesting little mystery that we don't know about yet and it's it's not one of these things that we really need to know a huge amount about you know it's not like a big cliffhanger or anything but it's a nice little background mystery as to to why these two communities aren't getting on anymore Mm. and clearly something quite major happened which ended up scarring you know, two characters that we really like and, and ended up with Maggie leaving. So yeah, I'm, I'm just really interested to, to find out what that is. Yeah. As a, as a sort of nice little interesting mystery. Mm. 
I, I read a bit of an interview with, with Angela Kang, I think, like, yesterday or something, and she was like, I hope we can get Lauren back for season 10 and, and that sort of thing, but uh, I, 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 I want to know what their plan is if they can't get her back, just to, I guess, leave the story here until she can, like, I don't know, so. Well, I mean, maybe they, they explain it, you know, you can explain it without her being there, you can explain what actually happened without Maggie ever actually returning, but, um, so I don't think there's necessarily need a major resolve to it, and it could be something that they manage to film. They, you know, they they manage to film a scene or something, so they only need it for a day, and maybe it's you know they they have some sort of showdown where it's it's a scene where they have a conversation. They don't necessarily need to to go and have her back for like a whole you know season or the you know they could have her back for a day a few days and, and maybe slip some filming in it just it's a case of whether it clashes dramatically with um whiskey cavalier yeah so yeah uh michonne and sadiq and dj take magna's uh group back to their camp to sorry they take magna's group back to their former camp uh, finding the supplies container they used uh that they used uh, for shelter had been uh upended Seemingly by a, large, by a large herd, Luke, uh, a former music teacher, recovers uh, a supply of recorders he had stashed there. Uh, Michonne states that this uh, will be as far as she goes and uh, prepares to return to Alexandria, but Magna um, convinces her she needs to stay with them uh, to argue the case uh, to, to Maggie, because she doesn't know that at this point. Uh, they find a shelter for that night. During the night, Luke scavenges in the junk. Uh, yard in the in the building, alerting Michonne, and uh, when he emerges with an object, uh, she slashes it in two. It's it's the guitar thing, isn't it? No, it's I, the Stradivarius. It's the the thing that she chops in half. It's the Stradivarius it's the guitar, violin thing. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The vi- a it's a violin, <laughs> not a guitar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a weird. Yeah, because she like goes up to him, and you you don't see it on the screen. She just runs up to him and like slashes, and I was like what has just happened um and then yeah she she cuts the thing in half so uh yeah that was that was a, a crazy little scene yeah uh where was we with that um yeah she slashes it in two he reveals that the object uh was a rare uh stradivarius is that how you say it stradivarius yeah stradivarius yes. violin uh, once he had found earlier in the uh, group's travels and states that he believes that by bringing back uh, art and music back they will be able to overcome the walkers. Uh, they prepare to set out the next morning but a uh, walker horde uh, has surrounded the building. The group um, dispatches the walkers until they see the um, one they recognize as Bernie, a former member of Magna's group, uh, Michonne kills him from behind in a very interesting stealthy kind of way. Yeah. Uh, with some degree of respect before they uh, set out. Um, yeah, so let's stop there because then you get to the, the hilltop bit afterwards. Um, so yeah, uh, w- whenever I'm watching this Magna group on screen, I keep trying to think of what they were like in the comics. But as I said last week, they're just a bit of a blind spot for me in terms of like the history. And, <laughs> stuff. and granted, like I don't necessarily need to remember that to 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 invest in the group because of course yeah. there's, a, there's of course a lot of people that watch this show that, that don't read the comics or haven't seen this stuff and all that thing. But uh, yeah, that out of all the groups that I can think of, they're the one that I'm like, what did this group do and what kind of role did they play? But yeah, they just yeah. It seemed like they were just a, a, a kind of like a, just another group. So um, yeah. ma- maybe that's why I couldn't remember them too much is because they weren't too like specific. Because um, like, you know, when when Hilltop and Alexandria come in, they come in for the war with the Sanctuary and you, you remember all those four groups because of all the war and stuff uh, and that sort of thing. Um, so, yeah, how, how are you finding this group so far? Um, I quite like this group. Yeah. I, I really like... Um... I really like Luke. I think Luke's a, a great new kind of light relief comedy character. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think he's really quite fun. I love the fact that he's collecting musical instruments and the conversation that he has when they're sort of sat around that evening about um, the, the fact that, you know, the, the why Neanderthals died out, even though they were essentially genetically better than us why they died out and we continued. I thought that was really quite interesting. The idea that, that 
the reason that we survived was the fact that we shared stories and you know music and art and that's one of the things that helped to survive so uh, yeah I, th- I thought that was sort of quite interesting um the Stradivarius violin and the reason that he was so upset about it I mean just to give you a bit of context if you don't know what a Stradivarius violin is uh they that they're, they're Apart from the fact that they're very old, they their actual value. I mean, their monetary value. Not that that matters in a Walking Dead world, but the monetary value they the the most one's been sold for is three point six million dollars. <laughs> so hmm. they're they're extremely rare, expensive, high quality musical instruments. But um, I I mean you can you can tell what's likely to come up with this musical instrument stuff because they're talking about this fair that's coming up i'm betting that there is a big kind of musical thing that goes on with all the stuff it's whenever we get to this fair i would suspect although if they i'm I'm going to be muting the sound if they have a recorder orchestra (laughs) 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 because that's one of the most horrific sounds in the world yeah the uh i'm I'm looking forward to the fair because it has certain comic book things to it uh, right, and it, it's quite a big deal. Um, because yeah, when I think uh, Jesus and Aaron are the first two that mention it, they're like, uh, they start talking about the fair, and I was like, oh yeah, that's that's. Oh, I remembered it was coming up, but I didn't remember like quite how soon. But then again, it all depends on like because they um did the whole the, you know the the whispering thing at the end of episode six, and I kind yeah. of thought like, okay, they got two episodes left to to introduce this group, and then they didn't really do like too much with them in this episode or they didn't really do anything with them uh in this episode i kind of started like, like when when we see um certain things set out in the show and you think about how many episodes are left and stuff i start to try and think about like okay when can they get to this point by this episode and and, and try and work things out a bit um but it feels like a second half of the season type of thing because it's certain. Other I well, yeah. I I rather suspect that that you are going to end with some sort of big thing regarding the whisperers, and that's going to be mid-season finale. Probably, yeah. surely yeah. that's that's got to be where they end up. Uh, whatever that is, you know. I I mean, I you'd probably have a better idea of that because of the comic book stuff, but. Um, I, it's got to be something whisper related that that we're going to end on for this first half of the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Has to be, yeah. Uh, so yeah, m- most of the continuation of that, I guess, will probably be uh, second yeah, half. Second so, half. Yeah, um, but it can give them eight episodes to tell the, the initial story with them. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I wonder, I, I, and I've kind of wondered about like some of the tricks they've pulled with certain mid-season finales and stuff and like what what could, what could they do there and I, it it wouldn't be something that would be disastrous as as the 616 episode but um yeah. i don't know what tricks they have up their sleeve so yeah uh we'll we'll, we'll see what happens with uh mid-season finales and, and whatnot as they near the hilltop uh, michonne states uh once again um her intention to return to alexandria but sadiq uh um Reveals that Maggie has long departed there. The two ri- um, two riders from the hilltop come by on their way to Alexandria to inform them about uh, Rosita. But since they are here, the group, including um, Michonne, to p- com- uh, prepare to continue to the hilltop. Uh, Connie thinks that she sees something in the woods. This was an interesting little piece. Yeah. Uh, but later says she couldn't see anything. Uh, is she one of the deaf characters? Yeah, she's the, she's the deaf character. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you've got her, and then you've got the other one who's um, does all the, like the sign language stuff. Yes. Uh, so she sees something in the woods, but later says it wasn't anything. However, um, unseen by the convoy, someone is spying them uh, as they depart. Possibly, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but yeah, they revealed to to Michonne uh, what's happened with with Maggie, and yeah. uh, she doesn't really react too much. She's just more like surprised and stuff. Uh, I think I think she's more upset the fact that nobody's told her this <laughs> up until yeah, this point. Yeah. I have we seen any radios this no season? Because that's the usual. Not not, of... not since the time jump. I don't think. No. Because it, um, it was interesting when um, was it Michonne said to two of, two of the other riders uh, about sending a message to Alexandria uh, that yeah that they were going to the hilltop and they acknowledge it and then they go to go back to alexandria to send the message yeah uh, but you've got to bear in mind that 
when we have seen radios used before, they were using a relay system uh, to yeah. to get messages from where they were building the bridge back to Alexandria. They they had to be relayed. You know, they they had somebody sat on a cart, sort of halfway, or to you know, or I don't know, a third of the way, or whatever. So they were re- using that to relay messages back. So they've never been able to talk directly across the camps. We did see the um, the the sort of shortwave radio thing that Father Gabriel was playing around with. We, we, you know, when Eugene went up the tower to try and boost the signal. Yeah. So whether whether that will come into it a bit more at some point and allow them to talk to each other. I don't know, but we haven't seen sort of direct radio communication. It still seems that sending riders backwards and forwards is the only way that they could really do it. Yeah. What is it in Ra- what is it in Game of Thrones they use? Is it ravens? Yes, or ravens. Of Harry- no, Harry Potter is like just um, owls. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's owls kind, in Harry of Potter. The, kind of the same thing. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe you could use pigeons, possibly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah pigeons, I was just gonna, yeah, thinking about that sort of thing because you, you know, attach letters and stuff. Um, and I hope that they don't. Well, they wouldn't land on the ground to be eaten by a zombie, so they would hopefully fly straight there. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I just yeah, they, I'm surprised they haven't come up with something a bit better than sending people back and forth. But maybe with this whole radio thing, like you said with Gabriel, that they'll uh, they'll work something else out. But of course, they uh, didn't. Plus- they didn't really get to fixing that because they had the whole herd problem and Eugene kind of yeah. fell off and yeah injured himself and that sort of stuff. So plus, plus you've also got the fact that you know it, clearly the two communities aren't really communicating particularly yeah. well at this point anyway. So yeah. Um, so what do you think? What do you think? Um, Connie did see in the woods because I, I I really tried looking but I couldn't actually like see yeah I mean I, c- I couldn't see anything in there so I don't know whether there was actually anything to find in that shot I'm I, and I've not noticed on any of the forums anybody having freeze frame that shot to see if they could see anything mm. but I mean my guess is it's one of the whisper group that's following them I would assume that's yeah. keeping an eye yeah I don't go on reddit enough I should go on reddit a bit more because the bits and pieces I've seen from conversations on reddit there's some interesting stuff in there so yeah I should do that a bit more um yeah so that's basically the uh the the uh the hilltop stuff um and they they sort of stay there whatever uh all right moving on to Daryl and Carol Daryl leads Carol and Henry to his camp and they introduce him to his dog uh who's just named dog Yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is such a such a Daryl thing to do that naming mm. dog. My uh, my dog isn't a fan, but she isn't a fan of any dogs because she's still a puppy and she barks everything. Everything, yeah, yes. So uh, yeah, that's going to be interesting in the next couple of episodes. There was the bit at the end where uh, the dog runs out of um, of the hilltop, and my uh, my dog. Uh, let's just say she noticed. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think this dog's going to last very long? I, I, you've got to be a brave, brave showrunner to kill off an animal on a show. Yeah. I, I think that really upsets people. You know, I, the the dog, um, having only been introduced this episode, I'm I'm not surprised they didn't actually kill it off. But uh, almost, I, yeah, almost. Yeah. Got caught in the trap, yes, but uh, you've got to be fairly brave to kill off an animal on, on a show. I mean, look at the outcry when they killed off Shiva, and that was a CGI tiger. <laughs> so, yeah. so to, kill, to kill off an actual, like, you know, breathing animal on the show, I mean, not obviously in real life, but to, to kill a, to kill off a, an actual dog on the show, I think, you know, we'll, we'll have people up in arms. So I hope the dog survives. Mm. Um, there, yeah, so go cool. I was just gonna say the the I like the fact that they send him back to the traps and he's you know every time he finds a, an animal in the trap he sort of rips a piece of off of it and brings it back to Daryl. That was quite cool. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so we've had horses die in in the show. Um, in in Fear of Walking Dead there was some dogs that were like bitten or something if I if I remember that. That was like right. season two if I you know, roughly remember that season. Uh, I think that was, that was the Fear the Walking Dead season that was particularly bad. Yeah, because season three was a bit of a comeback and season four had Morgan. So, um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember they did something with, like, light kind of zombie dogs, but not, like, Resident Evil tile, uh, style sort of stuff. Right. Uh, so they've killed off dogs, they've killed horses, they killed, uh, was it Tabitha, the goat? Mor- Morgan's Oh yes. Morgan's yeah. goat, they killed off Shiva. Uh, so, yeah, watch out, dog. <laughs> well, yeah. let's see what happens to you. Uh, you're in good hands, but not with Daryl. But not if you get caught in traps. So, 
Yes. Uh, Carol fears for Daryl's health. He's not, he's not eating much. I like the the interesting bit in that where like she's like, when 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 did you last eat? And he throws the dog something, and he's like, the dog ate yesterday. Yeah. And we're like, no, Daryl, she's talking about you. Uh, and you you don't look like you're doing well. So, uh, she fears for his health as he's not eating much. But Daryl has a uh, um become accustomed to living that way i mean he's lived a bit like this before and, and stuff like probably with his brother yeah. and, and all that sort of thing uh in his course of searching for rick's body he's gotten used to living in his own uh that night as daryl takes uh the dog to check uh his traps they are followed by henry um sorry as daryl takes the dog not carol uh, the dog gets stuck in one of the traps, and Daryl tries to free it while he's slipping about, and 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 all, all craziness kind of ensues. Yeah. Uh, they're overwhelmed by the walkers. Henry steps in to dispatch them, or to take care of them. When they return to the camp, Henry explains that he's learned uh, that it's better to look at the big picture of everyone's survival uh, than just one person. The three continue onto the hilltop. Uh, there they learn of Rosita's injury and now awake uh, informs them of strange behaviour of the walkers and that Eugene is still out there. Uh, Daryl and uh, Jesus take a, um, well, they take the lead from the dog <laughs> yeah. and they uh, yeah, all kind of run off in, in search of the hilltop. I mean, the, the guys are on, um, well, Daryl's on his bike because he's not uh, environmentally friendly <laughs> and <laughs> doesn't ride horses. Uh, yes. He's not. He's not been on a horse before, has he? In in don't think, no, no, I no. don't think so. No, because everybody else kind of has. So uh, yeah, the dog kind of barks and and leads them off, and Daryl follows, and everybody else does on on horseback. Yeah, I I felt like the scene where like Daryl's slipping about and like he drops his knife and he continues slipping, and I thought I felt like that went on a little bit long, but um. So it was one of them bits. I mean, it, it was one of them bits where I was like, because they're flipping the camera back and forth a lot. I was like, should Daryl be struggling here? Should he not be? Like, I I don't know. It was no. I mean, I I thought odd. yeah. I mean, I I thought that was that was fine. Apart from this very little te- the the tension in that scene comes from whether the dog will survive or not. Actually, because yeah, you know yeah. you know full well they're not going to kill off or bite Daryl. <laughs> you know full well that they're not going to kill off Henry. Not at this point. Yeah. So I, the the I mean the the real tension in that scene is whether the dog survives or not. But um, yeah, I, no, I I didn't have too much of a problem with that scene. Yeah. Uh, there there was something they did mention on Talking Dead, which was uh, which was the um. You know the, the the bits of zombies that he brings back and like like the uh, the foot that Daryl throws into the fire later. Yeah. Apparently that's a carved piece of chicken breast. So hats off to whoever the pro- production designer was that had to carve that foot because I thought that was really impressive piece mm. of uh, work. <laughs> but uh, so yes, um, there, there were cutlets was also talking about the problems dealing with the dog as well and getting him to drop things and and that sort of stuff. But um yeah no i mean i i didn't have a huge problem with that scene i i thought it was fine uh it shows this sort of relationship one of the things you didn't mention there is the fact that carol was watching them the entire time yeah yeah um Um, which i thought was interesting and you know she never mentions it but she was stood over them the whole time to just make sure that he was fine and they were they were kind of bonding in some way (laughs) which Mm -hmm. uh, i thought was cool yeah and it just I I wonder because you got um, Ezekiel, Carol, and Henry who are now like a little family. Um, I wonder if Daryl's gonna be like the the little kind of brother-ish sort of figure in 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 that relationship. Cra- to like crazy Henry. uncle, I think crazy uncle is probably closer. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. One of those sort, yeah, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, he he fits in with them. Obviously, he's got you know plenty of history with Carol. Uh, Ezekiel yeah. will probably accept him, and um, yeah, Henry's now very familiar with him. So, uh, what what do you think of Henry and Matt Lintz so far? Um, I I thought certainly I thought his acting was better this this episode you know yeah. I mean, we've only seen him once before but i think he's he's certainly even improved just from from one episode to the next um i i think he's going to be an interesting addition to the role i thought he was he was fine in this episode um yeah didn't have a problem at all with him yeah i i i come down on two kind of sides ones where like yes he's doing a good job as henry and uh like he's still very young in the show is it's only his what like second episode 
was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, six and seven. Um, so he's still, like, very, very new to the show. You, you, know, you consider, like, people like Dowell and Michonne and everyone who've been, like, six, seven, eight, nine years in this thing, and they're very, like, you know, embedded in the show and all that kind of... And even, like, Ezekiel, he's, what, season six? Was he season seven? No, he was... Uh, uh, I think he was season seven, second half. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's been there for like uh, over a season and and a bit. So, but I do feel like in some of the writing they're trying to make him Carl, and uh, that that isn't gonna work. Um, but in terms I, of in terms yeah. of Henry as his own character, I, I feel like they just need to try and write him as his own character because even in this episode, like, um, they have the whole conversation with um. I think Ezekiel is is there for some of it. He might not have been there, but um, when when uh, I think it's Aaron or Jesus talked to him, they're like, "Oh, I hear you want to be uh, do, do some blacksmith stuff and and that sort of thing." And obviously, I was thinking of Carl as well. And it's like, I, I get it. You've got to have someone who's got to be the blacksmith. Um, yeah. But I feel like they need to try and write him a bit more as as Henry and not as like a a second Carl in a way. But um, yeah. I mean, I, I, as somebody that doesn't read the comic books, I, I, I only know from stuff that you said that they are using bits of his plotline for that. I, to me, it seems to fit in perfectly well. You know, he has an interest in blacksmithing, and they've taken him to the hilltop to learn blacksmithing. That seems to work perfectly well for me. So I, I don't feel like they're using him as a car replacement. I only know that they're using bits of Carl's story with him because of the stuff that you said about what it's happening in, you know, what happened in the comic books. So I, I don't have that much of an issue with mm-hmm. them using him like that. And, uh, we've said before, I think that Carl's story will probably get passed around on multiple characters, which, you know, they're using Judith a bit. They're yeah. using, I think Judith gonna is a use good, good choice. Yeah, yeah and, um, but I think some of it is obviously going to go on to Henry as well, and they may pass the, it around on to other characters. So I, I think that's fine. Mm. I don't have an issue with that. I've I've heard some other people say, like, what about if you gave Daryl some of stories, Carl's? I don't think that would work. Daryl's very much his own character, yeah. and you need to kind of, kind of keep him that way. Because I heard some people saying, like, what about if Daryl goes and visits... Negan in the cell, and like that would be interesting, but it just wouldn't be the same. No, I mean, the, the, yeah, so. the 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 Negan stuff, I think, needs to sit between Judith and Negan. That yeah. that because it doesn't, it wouldn't make any sense if Henry suddenly went there, mm. and and Daryl would have a very different attitude if Daryl went it. So, yeah. I I think it makes more sense for for Judith and Negan to, you know, be that relationship, that side of the. Carl's story it makes more sense for it to, to stick there I think mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, gonna be gonna be interesting um, who else was it yeah um, I wonder what, what uh, happened has happened with Dwight because he's, he's still not yes we still up. don't know what, yeah. what whether Dwight's yeah. actually gonna make a reappearance but uh, mm. no uh, sign and of, yeah. I've not heard anything like publicly about whether he has like been written out or is coming back or maybe he'll no. be like a surprise turn up at, at some point um, maybe that, that sort of thing but uh, yeah uh, so that's it for the actual episode we have Daryl and Jesus and us and some other people looking going to look for Eugene and uh, I imagine they'll run into some whispering walkers or, or the whisperers or you know I, I, I don't want to say too much I, I feel like whenever I touch on that subject I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like accidentally yeah. say something but uh, yeah they're, they're going to look for that group in that situation um did you see the promo for next week um i i've not seen an, an actual promo they did show a little clip of next week's episode on talking dead so i don't know whether that was the same yeah. as what the promo is but um it, but yes so i saw that it looks like from what they they are showing in that for um the, the mid-season finale that this very much was a set-up episode the whole eugene rosita stuff and and uh, basically Daryl, Jesus and Aaron going, looking out and all that stuff. So that's going to be kind of interesting next week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be, it'll be the last, uh, yeah, be the last episode for, uh, yeah, 2018 for uh, The Walking Dead. So uh, we have a little bit of feedback this week. Natalia wrote in and said, I enjoyed this episode. Uh, the little moments were touching with Carol and Daryl. Uh, the, the Stradivarius moments were, were good. Uh, but it's for comic readers or at least people like me who know uh, what the Whisperers are and what um, why they're here. She says, um, 
So this is quite an interesting bit. She says, My husband, who knows nothing, had a pretty bad reaction to the walkers who talk, saying this is poor and uh, that is uh, it, it's too late to sort of change them in that way. Um, and, she <laughs> says, and there was at least one similar reaction in uh, the, the Facebook group that she's joined in. It's one of these uh, TV kind of groups that she's in. Right. But, yeah, it's, it's interesting. But, but... So go ahead. They, they had the same as, as i understand it that was almost exactly the same reaction that happened when it first happened in the comic books as well though so i think that's absolutely fine yeah yeah um, um it's interesting because in the in the book it's like you know a speech bubble coming from a zombie and you're like what 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 is what you know and then, <laughs> yeah. like, and then in in the see that's another interesting thing is when you see these these things and this is where i kind of come in a bit more is when you see these things happen on on the paper and with like you know speech bubbles and, and that sort of thing um and then you wonder how it will translate to a live action you know moving story yeah uh, you know, with, with with sound and all that kind of stuff uh, i know it might sound kind of strange but that is kind of the reality you see you know a, a character say something on the bit of paper and then you actually like hear it on the screen and you see it kind of moving and all that so um yeah it's yeah i, I um, mean i I think they've done a very good job with it. If uh, if that's the reaction that it's getting off some people going, you know, throwing their mm. toys around and going, oh, this is, you can't do that to the walkers. That it's wrong and terrible. I mean, I think that's absolutely fine mm. because, um, you know, and, and good on, good on you for not like spoiling it for your husband. If that's his reaction to it. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think, um, I think that's absolutely fine because it was the same reaction that they had when they introduced it in the comic books, as far as I can tell. You know, with people kind of going, "Oh, how can you do this? How are there these super walkers?" and you know that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, so I no problem with that at all, and I think it translates quite well onto screen. It's as creepy as anything when you first yeah. hear it, and it's very subtle. You know, mm. like the 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 end of when it first happened the end of the episode when it first happened and you you heard the those two little kind of yeah, lines three little bits you, yeah. yeah you'd sort of you're almost having to stop and go wait what what and sort of rewind it a little bit and go back to it mm. so uh yeah i i, I, I like great. in that episode as well where you're kind of experiencing that with rosita and eugene yeah, and, uh, because Eugene's face is a bit more covered, you can't see so much. But if you look at Rosita's face, she's got the same reaction as to what you might be having, which is like, "Wait, what am I hearing?" Because um, yeah. uh, I mean, with with them, they're not seeing like upwards, so to them, it like could be people, it could be zombies that they don't necessarily know. But you're still experiencing it with them, and I think it it's yeah, it's very interesting with like a, a, a viewer to be saying like, "This is weird, and I I don't like it," because I to me i want this to confuse people who don't read the books to be like okay what 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 is going on and then when they actually get the reveal of what the group is is going to be i want that to be like a you know the same reaction to i had is when that's revealed and it's it's explained and stuff um i want that to be as as kind of mind-blowing as as what i experienced so yeah um yeah but uh yeah because i saw some people saying like you know t talking zombies it, it, it's weird and stuff um and i all i can say is like i can't i can't wait for you to see the reveal of what this group actually is um and then it's interesting for for someone to have that reaction and me to say that and then to be like okay now i hand it to you amc and, and angela kang and for you guys to show us what you have so yeah uh yeah i'm i'm it's going to be very interesting next week when hopefully they re reveal the the group and uh to see the online reaction because that's kind of part of my i know it's a bit weird but that's kind of my, part of my enjoyment as well we're seeing people that don't read the books and when stuff like this comes up or when negan gets introduced uh and people trying to like guess things here and there um and i don't necessarily go around i i don't like go correcting people or anything like that um in fact in in some groups where people have been like this is what this group is i've said like can't you just kind of wait for the show to to reveal this stuff and yeah and, yeah yeah and, um, and like when when Negan Negan first got introduced, or he was in he was in the promo for episode fifteen, wasn't he? And I remember seeing some people be like, "This is Negan. This is what he is. This is what he, who he does." And I was like, "Just yeah, wait, just yeah. wait for the show to reveal that sort of stuff." So um, yeah, I, I I can't wait to see to see the reaction, and also on my part to see how they adapt things from the book. So. Um, yeah yeah uh, so well, without obviously revealing what the group is do you know what the group is 
uh, I I know the very basics of of okay. uh, the, uh, you know I I know a little bit about the group, but not a whole lot. Um, I, and I purposely sort of avoided spoiling it too much for me. You know, I am aware that that there is a group that are, are named uh, the Whisperers, as we've been talking about. Yeah. But um, uh, you know, uh, and I'm aware why we're hearing the Whispers, but that's about it. I I don't know any motivations or purpose behind it, or you know, and so so that that side of things, I you know, I'm I'm sort of aware of it, but um, I I purposely not looked into it too much. Mm. Do you know what's really funny is like at the start of season eight, I saw a lot of people being like, "The war's going to be half a season. They'll do the time jump, and the whispers will be the the second half of season eight. I was like, no, there's no way the Whispers are going to be the second half of the season eight, and we're at the uh, end of the first half of season nine. So, um, yeah, all, all I'll kind of say as well is like, this isn't another governor, or another Negan. This is something very, very different. Um, but that's yeah. about as far as I, I'm going to explain without without talking too much more. Yeah, it's going to be interesting next week. Um, yeah, again, over to you, AMC and and Angela, to see what you've got to show us in terms of this. So. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, that's that's it for this week's episode. Thank you all very much for listening. You can find all the content on entertainmentsilk.org. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at eTalkUK. Uh, if you would like to send in any emails for feedback, of course, you, you can tweet us at eTalkUK as well. Uh, the email is matthew at entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, yeah, Twitter at eTalkUK, Facebook group, there's a Facebook page. There's also an email form on the posts uh, that you can fill out. Also, if you click on the contact form, all that stuff is in there obviously uh so yeah it, it, there's a form there that you can fill out uh, just put in your email and your comment it's very easy to do that will get sent to me as well uh yeah so facebook group facebook page email and, and twitter um if you'd like to catch up with what david's doing geektown.co.uk uh i was on this week's geektown as well discussing uh, all, all sorts of different things um and uh, yeah some some interviews and that kind of stuff uh so, so, so subscribe to uh, geektown radio and check out geektown.co.uk uh, and the Geek Town Awards are coming soon-ish. I don't know how much information you wanna. Uh, like, yes, yes, because I, I don't know exactly when okay. yet. It's okay. next next few weeks. Keep an eye out for the Geek Town Awards. Huge prizes as usual. Cool. Uh, but uh, next couple of weeks, that will be around. All right, cool. Uh, in terms of us and and that similar type of stuff, uh, I I announced it about a month ago or so on on uh, Twitter and Facebook. But we will be doing uh, what I'm going to call a best of 2018, so TV, video games, and films. Uh, it's going to be me, Robert, and David. Uh, I think we said December 8th, which is the Saturday, which is when Robert's available as well. Uh, and me, yeah, me, Robert, and David are going to be recording that, and uh, yeah, just giving a, a kind of top five, maybe top ten list. I think for TV and films, I'm going to have ten because there's been a lot of good stuff this year. Uh, and I don't want to leave anything off. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to be doing that in a, a nice basic kind of like just our top 10 TV, video games and films for the year. So that should be some fun as well. Uh, so look out for that around around December 8th. I don't know if it'll be uploaded the same day. It might be the, it might be the Monday or it might be, be, be the, that sort of week. Uh, but that's when we aim to record it. Um, and I'll probably talk a little bit about that to Robert on uh, Gaming Talk tomorrow. Um, yes, Geektown Radio, geektown.co.uk, of course, entertainmenttalk.org for us, and Entertainment Talk on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, like I said, keep an eye on the, on, the, on the iTunes feed. You'll see some old episodes popping up uh, over the next, you know, until I finish uploading the, the new ones and stuff. Um, a quick update for that as well. When I uh, leave, let's say, SoundCloud, finally, um, what, how the podcast will be found is if you click on the post for the, like, a review of, whatever the situation is going to be the castos file goes at the bottom of the page so once you scroll past like the the links for facebook and all that kind of stuff it's uh, listed there and because i've connected the itunes feed to that particular feed there'll be a direct like subscribe to itunes button we also do have the itunes um post as well to subscribe to the different feeds but uh yeah it's a useful way to have it all kind of there as well uh, and there'll be a little castus sort of um you know file there for you to for you guys to listen to but i will i'll let you guys all know when i'm finished with the soundcloud side of things i'm gonna have to keep it at the moment uh until i'm uh fully updated with the castle stuff but uh yeah i'll update you guys when all, when all that stuff happens if you would like to support what we are doing here patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk that's where you can go and redeem rewards for reviews of your choice 
uh, Amazon affiliate link. Uh, Black Friday is, I believe, still going on. Is it the 25th? Black Friday finishes. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. To be to be fair, it's kind of still on at the moment. Yeah, and yeah. There will be deals going up from now until Christmas, I would think. But uh, yeah, Black Friday is on the twenty third. Um, I would imagine that you will find deals over the weekend as well. So, cool. Uh, so, yeah, so if you'd like to support us, be via the Amazon affiliate link uh, and do your shopping on Amazon. We'll get a small cut of what you spend, but it won't cost you anything extra. So, if you want to treat yourself or get Christmas presents, take take advantage of Black Friday, that kind of stuff. Uh, please consider using our affiliate link, iTunes. Please rate, review, subscribe to, to the uh, feeds that you intend to use. Uh, word of mouth. Uh, please tell your friends, family, people that you know about the podcast feeds and about the website. They can come and discover the content for themselves as well. And uh, video games. If you'd like to watch me, Robert, or David play different video games. Uh, Robert's got a mixer streaming channel. I've got one on Twitch. And David's got one on Geektown. You were playing some uh, Beat Saber. Yes, on on the PSVR. So that's uh, yes, some fun. just been released on PSVR. Cool. cool. Yes. Cool. Uh, so you can check all that out as well. Uh, thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you either the next piece of content or next week for the mid-season finale. It's going to be an interesting one. So uh, yeah, thank you all very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye.